What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Be a Movie Snob. We're still talking about Oscar contenders. And my fellow ring compadres are weighing in at one. <laughs> hold, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm going to stop you right there. What year are we talking? <laughs> High school? <laughs> Oh, sorry, guys. You didn't give me the notes on that one, by the way. Rewind. <laughs> Begin again. <laughs> From the observation deck behind the microphone, so weight's not needed for any of this information. Coming to you live, the moneymaker, Mariah. Ah, hello. Hey, hey, glad to have you here. And the hey, always Mariah. punctual, Hi. the always present, <laughs> the always pat. Okay. It's Pat. Hey. Look at that alliteration. Good hey, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, folks. Pat. Good to have you, Pat. And it's your Good truly. to be here. It's the guy with the gear. Uh, seat. It's Seat or Seth or Seth. The worst I've ever got is sex. I've been called that before. And it was hey, in a very awkward topical. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which. I can't sp- imagine it wouldn't be a normal no. situation. Let's just say other countries don't have the theta sound. And so, as someone who's lived in other countries, uh, they introduced me not once, not twice, twice, but thrice as, oh, and your name is Sex? I'm Seth. Sex? Seth. Sex. We're good. Moving on. (laughs) You can call me Mr. Halligan. It's cool. Um, (laughs) For those of you playing the How to Be a Movie Sub drinking game, Seth did mention living in another country. So that's boom. That's that's uh, first one, but I haven't mentioned which country yet. So that's part two for your (laughs) bi. Coming to you live, guys. We have a great movie today. It is a doozy. Yeah, there's number two. Second drink, doozy. Um, I don't even want to start this intro. Pat, give me give me an intro. Give me some of the stuff that makes this movie just. Wow. Do do zoorific? Yes. Uh well it's it's your boy Yorgos Lanthimos, who uh only boy. lives in the world of surreal something. Oh. Everything. There's always a twist on the worlds he creates. Mm-hmm. Um and this is more out there in some ways than others. This is oh, we yeah. watched poor things. Uh, starring wow, Pat, your build up to poor things. That, I don't want to say it's the worst we've had, but it's got to be close. You like barely slipped it in on the back end of a sentence, like it's poor things. We got to work on that, buddy. It's poor things. There we go. Now we're talking. Okay, now keep that energy and continue. Boom. Uh, starring the wonderful <laughs> Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, Rami Youssef. Nice. Uh, who did I miss? Out of the main cast. Uh, you got William DeFriend. You um, got Hey Abbott. Christopher Abbott. Oh, Christopher Abbott. Jared Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but and yeah, others. what a, a surreal journey through mm. what it is to be a human growing yeah. up. Uh, consent? Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Wow, that went quick back. <laughs> <a> bodily autonomy? <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Okay, we're going there already. Okay. Science. Yeah. Um, religion. There I we mean, go. A little it bit. Goes yeah. A lot of places. Not as much as it maybe both, feels, but yeah. Lack of inhibition. Both philosophically and and literally. And too much uh, inhibition on some people's you... parts. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is an exploratory movie on what it means to be human. Honestly, that might be the summary, right there. Yeah. What do you think, guys? It's a very odd anatomy lesson. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. Well, and it is a modern retelling of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That was what Alistair said he was out to do, supposedly. Alistair Gray. The, the author of the 1992 models, also titled Poor Things. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That is such a bummer. Imagine you you get your screenplay finally like picked up by a killer director and you start talking and you pass away before the movie comes out. And oh my goodness. I was I read that. I'm like, oh, Alistair. Because he started his own version of it, apparently. He like had already mm. started his own screenplay and was like, Ugh. anyways, okay. We're jumping ahead, folks. Well, he does. He did get screenwriting credit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, good. Not just story that. by, right? Oh, good. I didn't know that. Thank you, Alistair. I Living. think so. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Mariah, we've already talked about it, but give us some more specifics. Guys, this is a part of the, the show we call the Summer Marizing. Ah, we're going to get Pacific yep. Northwest in here. Oh, we didn't hot Coast. take. Oh, oh, hot takes. Goodness Pat, gracious. this is, we are, we're off it. This movie's out there, guys. I know. We're we limping to the finish first. line of these yeah. Oscar noms, so, guys. So, in conclusion... <laughs> What's my review? Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> so they were like, "Hey, wrapped it up quick. That Shorter than the movie. Yeah. First time. No. First time. Uh, All right, hot take. Here we go. Uh, so here's my hot take, and I'll try and defend it later. We'll see. Kimberly right. did not buy it, but I thought oh. of of the Yorgos movies I've seen, which is not all of them. The performances in this one were actually more natural. Uh, but the world was more surreal. Where I think in the other movies, his world is somewhat real. Again, I haven't seen the favorite. I but would agree the with that. Performances the comparison are so weird, and so yeah, I feel like he flipped it. But of course, then you can go. Well, Mark Ruffalo wasn't playing it perfectly straight. So I don't know. That's my hot take. That's why it's hot. Hmm. I'll be honest. As a guy who doesn't see any of his movies, it's hard for me to know if that's a hot take. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> <laughs> but Mariah's right with you on that, son. Okay, I, Mariah. I'm kind of a yeah. I think yeah. okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go. Um, coolest animals. Dope. And why don't we make those in real life? Ow. Oh, yeah. So my hot takes really a question and it's, <laughs> and a wish list maybe. There we go. For my birthday, was it the I pig would duck? like a t- <laughs> Was the pig duck your favorite? Pig duck. Please. That was a good or one. Or the dog dog goose? Yeah. Or the llama homicidal maniac. Or I guess it was goat. a goat. Goat homicidal maniac. Yeah. Goat brain cute guy. Goat brain cute guy who's a horrible person. Um, final It'd be folks. funny to have that guy walking around outside eating all It'd the shrubberies. It'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty great. Until uh, he's like pooping and stuff, then it's a little less. Yeah, nose goes. A little less fun. Uh, there will be spoilers. Just a little heads up for all of you listeners as, out there. As, as always. always, we will spoil the heck out of it. <laughs> but I just want to say one thing: this movie can't be spoiled because you know what? It's so. 
the plot is yeah the we least can tell you thing. what happens but you, you not... know frankenstein <laughs> yeah it's like that it's like that in some way in very few ways surprisingly for to be for for as much cutting of the human flesh that goes on this movie it's a lot as much like frankenstein i would is. say frankenstein the next generation you know i guess and dr <laughs> seuss land because god is really the monster godwind you know well, well a, there's still the question of just because you can, you know, should you kind yeah, of thing. For sure. Okay. With there's the animals, absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Bro. I love. I'm sure we're. Okay. They didn't look they sad. You ready for this? My hot take. <laughs> hot take for yeah. this movie is William Defoe's role was underrated and Mark Ruffalo's role was overrated. They thought, I thought. Okay. I thought I like, Mark Ruffalo I, I like still that feels like Mark Ruffalo and William Defoe's subtleness and hilarity. He has like some of the best punchlines because of his subtlety in the movie that I found myself laughing out loud several times. And Mark, <laughs> and, and first of all, Mark Ruffalo, nothing but love for the Ruffalo because uh, you had some hilarious, when he was cussing in the streets of Paris was like one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the, the movie. But or in the was, mental institution, it's still, really anywhere. It still felt like the guy playing Hulk was yelling on the streets of Paris. So, uh, <laughs> while while Emma Stone, okay, okay. I literally didn't know it was Emma Stone. Like I watched La La Land last month, and I was like, nope, not the same actress. This is different. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my hot okay, take. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not so. I don't know. If it's so, so. I don't hot. disagree with that. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, now back onto the summarizing. We're getting back in order, folks. That's thank you for keeping this train on the tracks. Whoever did that. Toot, toot. Not me. All right, give us some names, Mariah, so we can kind of really rip into this thing. All right, well, we start in Victorian London. That's where the beginning of this movie is based. At a very vague time. Vague yeah. time with future yeah. and past altogether. A young, pregnant woman throws herself off a bridge. Which we don't know she's pregnant, by the way, so let's omit that. Not till she's getting... I would like to strike that from the record. Not till she's a cadaver. I would like to strike that, because we don't even know that later until Defoe's character explains it, right? Till they pull... Well, till she's laying on a table with a big but belly. Oh, I didn't even see the belly. That's right. Okay, thank you. I've seen it twice, and Hello? I still forget it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Mariah. So they cut... I mean, this is kind of a... Not realistic. <laughs> what? But apparently after all that drowning the baby was still alive and they took the baby's brain put it in her head She's freshly drowned as one does as one because there's still know. electricity in the woman as it, as you said yeah it was yeah it's perfect i do have to say one thing that was the most like off-putting to me was like if the baby's still alive let the baby live but in the book they're more specific that it's a premature baby that wouldn't live uh, so it so wouldn't survive, but they do do they do not say that in the movie. So, so you're like a really you're underdeveloped re yes. brain. So it was like really like troubling because I'm like, just save the baby, yeah. just save the baby. But but in the apparently in the book they're more specific about it, so that it was less of a Some reasoning. Yes, but in the movie <laughs> you're like you well, are. Obviously they were okay with that. Yes, and, I, and maybe they did that on purpose to make that even more. Morally ambiguous. God was being. Yes. Mm -hmm. Godwin. A little more dark. Yeah. yeah. So Dr. Godwin Baxter does this. And he basically has a 
full-grown woman with a itty-bitty baby brain, and that's how she's acting. She's <sighs> learning to move her body. She's learning to speak. She's, yeah, you know, learning about happiness. <laughs> and... <laughs> Dr. Godwin is also a professor of anatomy at the whatever place. Local medical school. Yeah. And he takes, takes one of his students, Max Candle, McCandles, under his wing. Says, That's Come to my McCandles. house. That's hilarious. I, I got a job for you. And Max. And Max is a little bit of an outlier. He loves the work of Godwin, but he doesn't actually. Everyone else thinks he's kind of a dork. So he's kind of like this misfit. Yeah. Perfect. Well, also, Godwin is incredibly scarred from all these experiments. Well, his he's not super, not super attractive. It's interesting. Picture be- Frankenstein's monster as a doctor. It's crazy because that's the funny part about it. Like, oh, Frankenstein is the doctor. Like, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, nice, nice, nice take on that. That was good. Very, very meta. Very yeah. meta. And Doctor Frankenstein was his father, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh so anywho, he brings Max home and uh, charges him with taking notes, following Bella around, learning, you know, just observing her for the time being. And we like Max. He's sweet. He's nice. Meanwhile, Bella is learning very quickly. Uh, so yes, she's developing at a fast rate, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. My big issue with the beginning of the movie my my as my audience viewing issue we don't really know how old she's meant to be no at any age developmentally which is probably safe so so yeah, it gets i think the fact that it's ambiguous confusing. is better for everyone yeah. probably yeah so and then we go from there to she uh, gets she and max form a friendship relationship and doc the doctor encourages them to get engaged <laughs> and as they're drawing up so uncomfortable the legal papers for this so the super sketchy manipulative lawyer guy played by mark ruffalo duncan the cad uh talks bella into leaving the house and going on an adventure with him Yes. And to the shock of everyone, the doctor's like, okay. Like, even (laughs) though he basically hasn't let her go outside her whole life. He's like, okay, sure. Why not? Yeah. So she takes off with Duncan. Still engaged to Max. And they have a lot of sex. A lot of sex. And she starts. Furious jumping. Furious jumping. Making her happy. Yeah. And yeah, they travel around, do a lot of inappropriate things. Things start to go a little weird with their relationship, even weirder than the beginning of it. And <laughs> uh, she ends up being a prostitute, and he ends up in a mental institution. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the doctor gets sick. Max goes to pick her up and tell her he's dying. She comes home. Dr. Godwin, not Max Stein, yeah. Almost marries Max when all of a sudden bum, 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 bum. Alfie shows Twist. up. Great name, Alfie, by the way. Happens to be her husband. Well, the husband of the body anyway. <sighs> and she's like, oh, sure. I'll go home with you now. Very interested. She's very interested. And she very quickly learns this guy is 
crazy. Yeah. Bad oh. guy. Carries a gun all the time. Does horrible things to his servants. Makes Ruffalo's character look like a freaking angel. Yeah. Tries to imprison Bella. Yeah. And she uh, breaks Well, and off. eventually... Uh, well, he's going to... Remove mutilate her, her. Female castration. Fe- female castration. That's take away, the, that's take away the, the pleasure fun parts. term. The, yeah. Take away the pleasure parts. She can still. So, yeah, she yeah. won't enjoy the furious jumping anymore if he yes. does this. Yeah. And, and even that, you get into like, that is her brain's dad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. 100%. You know? that's, the, that's her dad. And she's like, oh, you're awful. And my mom was awful too. And so that's like, yes. the, yeah. So she learns real quick that this is not the place to be. This is not. Or is that? So I uh, totally. Yeah, of course. Of course, you want to figure out who her parents were. Yeah. So in a confrontation where Alfie tries to sedate her so he can perform this horrible act, she ends up sedating him by throwing the drink in his face and shooting him in the leg on accident. Shoots him no, in the he foot. He shot himself in the foot. In the struggle, and while he's under, they're like, "Hey, let's put a goat brain in him." I don't think he's gonna stop. Yeah, he's a real bad guy. (laughs) Max is the funniest goat brain for you. Understated in everything he says, which is the cute, funny thing about that character. Yeah. So anyway, they take him home. The doctor (sighs) passes away. She and Max take over the doctor's work. We always even mention the fact that they reanimated another woman with a child brain. Oh, yes, yeah. which they did miss Bella confusing. so much. They just Felicity. That they where did they find Let's another baby? Yeah, where did they find that situation? Which is very not explained. Know. Which is very probably good because. But she did help. She, you know, she was. She was, she was part of the weird family by the end. Great. She learned how to catch a ball. At the very end. But they all lived happily, and oddly ever afterish. <sighs> yeah. Okay, there we go, folks, and that's there we go. Your, we did it, and you know what? It's hard because it's just a played out script. What we've heard over and over again, same yeah. old, same old. Classic. Same old this time. <laughs> what a cliche, huh? I was like, oh, hear this same old thing again. Oh, but in gosh. some ways, it is. I think that's what's fun about the movie. Is it is sort of a. You could argue she's a simple girl. From a sheltered oh, for life, sure, and yeah. some fancy schmancy guy sweeps her off of his feet. Turns out he's not so cool. She learns a lot about herself. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of like tropes set against this for insane. Sure. It's true plot. Yeah, but it's a uh, but that kind of makes it. Yeah, her I mean, fast, it makes it really interesting. Yeah, her his her sheltered life is very brief though. Seeing as well, we didn't know, know how brief it is, frankly. Can be very yeah long. yeah it could be I mean she's still like a she's kid. still learning to speak when Max shows up yeah that's awkward so she couldn't have been like that for such a long time because at the rate she learns after that I mean she picks up French before she gets back <laughs> hey I just gotta say kids pick up languages ten times faster than adults like that's <laughs> that's the creepy thing about this whole thing and baby brained like, adults apparently <laughs> even faster. Yeah, and it goes. Her language goes from like a kid to like very uppity, <laughs> really quick at the like at the end. Both, but both naive and uh, advanced. Yes, there was like a really exactly interesting right. combination 
with her character. Shoot, because we know she was those so kids. Sheltered. We know those kids, right? Where they are, they're brilliant, but they can't like talk to their friends. They use like ridiculous. Wait, don't bring up my kids, by the way. Social skills. <laughs> well, like they have an incredible ability to use words that are beyond their years, but they can't actually just speak like a normal person. And this is a perfect picture yeah. of that. In a very entertaining way. By the way, we need to mention this is a hundred percent a comedy. This is start to finish a dark comedy. A dark comedy about what is making fun of the normal troop that they're totally doing. And it really is a funny movie. Despite yeah. the like the smuttiness, despite the yeah. hard parts, the good parts, the moral ambigu- ambiguity, the what does it mean to be alive? This is a comedy at the heart. Yeah, <laughs> like it really is. Yeah. I'm gonna go punch that baby. Oh my gosh! And when she put the first time she maxes a punch in the face, I'm gonna go punch that baby. Oh, that line. <laughs> that oh, was that oh, was, was so actually good. Kind of a wonderful twist was she became far too much for him to kind of handle. Mm-hmm. Right life. when she right when he was so about to dump quickly. her. Right when he's about to dump yeah. her. That was so She's good. like full toddler. Development yeah, saying yeah. whatever she Finish. wanted. He, he literally couldn't finish the sentence because she was already up yeah. about to punch the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Bella, you can't do that in so modern good. society or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't even want to There's a lot I, but, of things he shouldn't have been doing in modern society either. Oh, sure. No. But he's like, oh, I'm not part of this. But then he realized, oh, he's still more part of the system than she is. That was a great Oh, bit. he ended up being a bigger baby than she was for oh, sure. For oh, he's sure. like trying to drag What's-Her-Face off the deck of the boat. I'm oh, going to yeah. kill her. <laughs> and she's just laughing the whole time. That was a great bit. Because he's like dragging. <laughs> there's some really. Oh, that's ridiculous. There's some very funny stuff. And yeah. Mark Ruffalo does no, I take love part him in, in so he much of it. He gave 100%. I, I don't. think. Everyone I, in this yeah. movie committed. Yeah, I'm not sad Which that he was needed. cast for this part. I don't, I don't know who else. I but would I have think Willem Dafoe, you know, deserved a nod for sure. In his four hours of makeup prep and two hours of makeup takeout, takeoff. I mean, each yeah. time and and to see Willem Dafoe the do dry a, humor to do a so subtle good. character. Yeah, like he's not doing the Green Goblin. He's not doing again Boondock yeah. Saints. So yeah, he's, he's not, not doing, the one yelling. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo is doing the like yeah. out, ah, ah, yeah. ripping his hair out. Yes. So I oh. would say Mark Ruffalo uh, definitely <laughs> goes against my hot take a little bit, and that he is he is really going one hundred ten percent. But it's still a motive, and if if yeah, again, like if you watch like the lobster or killing of a sacred deer, everyone's so muted emotionally in those movies. Oh, Everything's matter of fact. I have seen the lobster, and it also makes it really funny in that out- outlandish things are happening, but everyone's playing it so straight. Yeah, with this, I think Will of Defoe plays it incredibly naturally i would say emma stone for as crazy as the character is she's playing it very sincerely yeah she sells it if those were if those were real things happening she's not like a ridiculous person yeah it's just a ridiculous idea yeah the whole inhibition's gone you just act straight from your instinct and you're a child and I expected her to be she did such a great job different at the award shows because she did such a good job in this movie like when I watch Austin Butler now I see Elvis mm. 
But when I saw yeah. Emma Stone go to the awards, you know who I saw? La La Land again. Yeah, I need to see but, the airborne one of him so I can erase a little bit of Elvis from that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't he just, will no, be in Dune, Dune 2. And that'll so. erase everything because oh. he's, he's one of the... Um, Anyways, we'll go into yep. him because I'll about to jump in. I'll, That's I'll, a whole nother I'll jump, episode. I'll jump all into March. that. Oh, I can't in wait. March, we I can't go wait. Crazy. I just finished yeah, reading the last book in the series. I'm I am all doomed out. Nerd. Oh, I'm nerd. such a nerd. nerd. So great. Um, let's talk about the visuals and we'll talk about some characters because the visuals are such a huge part of this movie. Again, another freaking movie that goes from black and white to color. Mm-hmm. This is hilarious. What a weird year this is. We've had three of the movies because Oppenheimer does it as well, right? We got Oppenheimer, yep. we have Maestro, and we have Poor Things that do black and white color back and forth. Yeah. Uh, all shooting on film. And Pat, I, I hate to say this, I'm starting to come around to your camp. Just shoot it on, just shoot it digital, guys. Just shoot it digital. Like, I, I'm so sick of this film. So they shot it in VistaVision. Like, the VistaVision that they use when TV first came out because they wanted to compete with TV. And yeah. the camera was so loud that they couldn't use it for, like, but one scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> So well, I mean, didn't I they have it. to get like everything get special film stock yes. made up because none of the cameras oh. could really run it and yeah it's a lot I I definitely I'm into and I definitely want to get into this you said I'm into how limited they, they explored all these different lenses yeah and they're like but we're only going to use four or something well because they right? figured they you yeah. I, I actually have a lot of thoughts about these because once you find your look, you don't need more than four lenses. Like I'll even joke on a wedding yeah. day, I'll bring 20 and I'll use two to three. Like yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how it'll go. So once they found their look, cause they, they, but we got to talk about these lenses, Matt, Pat, what's your name again? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, because they're so drastically different. Often when they're using lenses, they're using like crazy a couple different focal lengths so they get the tight, they get the medium, and they get the wide. But no, not these guys. They're like, you know what? This lens is for a different size film, but let's use it anyways because we like how it blocks off half. Yeah, of the, the vignettes. Shot. Oh yeah, my gosh, that was the that was the eight millimeter because the eight millimeter is the one when they had like the the circle in the middle and the vignette. Mm-hmm. The one that was the craziest lens, though, because they wanted they wanted a 16 to 200, which doesn't exist. There isn't such a thing. So the closest they got was the Zeiss Super Zoom, which is a 16 mil. What is it? 16 to 150 or 110 or something. But it's a lens that is insanely capable. 16.5 to 110 millimeters at uh, T2.6. So it's a very it's a monster lens like it's. It's, folks, you can't tell at home, but I, it's How like, big I caught a fish it? this big. It is just a monster <laughs> a fish. cinema lens <laughs> because they use zooms nonstop in this movie. Nonstop, they're zooming in and out. It's, it's just constant. And they can do it from so far away. It's, it's an incredible, incredible lens that gives them such versatility. So, yeah, when you have a 16 to 110, you don't need any other lenses. They could have shot the whole movie on that lens alone. But, no, that wasn't wide enough. So he had to get another one. He had to get an 8 millimeter and another even wider. I think it was a 12 millimeter as well. So this movie was crazy because most of the time he's shooting wide. 
Most of the time he's shooting wide unless he's doing a zoom into the face or a zoom into the situation. So you got so much of the environment around you that was, it felt futuristic in an ancient time. And then we got to talk about the backgrounds and stuff. It just looked like you were in a painting. Yes. Which I, I didn't love the the in, backgrounds like the map the interior i did not love them oh, i thought see, the I production like design of the actual sets like godwin's house and the interior of the ship it got and maybe this was based off where they were in the story you could argue like by the time they got this ship the backgrounds everything was ugly right it was ugly colors against ugly colors yeah Which again <laughs> Loved it. Probably was Bella's learning more about the world, and the world's a little uglier than she initially thought. Sure. Right? We went from black and white to color by the time she goes to Lisbon. Lisbon in the first place? Yeah. And Lisbon's bright and fun. Yeah. All the, all and the then slowly, we start getting in really saturated, like, toxic green, and, you know, Alexandria is just sort of dirt, and yeah. it's all kind of junky. So you didn't like But that. like it was really unappealing. Yeah, it was unappealing. I thought it was and I, beautiful. I found, I found the world building inconsistent by then. Mm. We 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 went wow. so surreal. Um it's pretty it felt far like... but I felt like having watched the favorite, it wasn't that much of a departure from that. Like there is the difference where the zoom is used so much in this. And that's not something like the favorite though is taking place in like inside a palace. So there's so many wide shots where you see the architecture of these rooms. And I think it's probably on location kind of how the favorite was filmed. And I know all of these were not for the most part. The sets I thought were cool. Okay. It was was those it was those matte painting backgrounds. The kind of like how like yeah. When you when you saw in Alexandria specifically, um I think it was Alexandria, how it was like this kind of weird um surrealist tower and like yeah. you know, all the See, poor yeah. people in the pit. That it became like it was a Salvador this, Dolly. Yeah, it, yes, it was very much a dolly. And yeah. it felt like, well, now we're hmm. so untethered. Yeah. Which again, I assume is intentional. Yeah. Right? Like I assume we yeah. are childlike eyes. we are all we're viewing the yeah we're viewing the whole movie from bella's lens yes her four Some lenses like art pat <laughs> yeah and i loved a lot of it and but not the color. but i did not huh. like not the hue the boat parts that's surprising i was a little surprised i just i didn't you... find the i didn't find the designs did you so you didn't like the compelling. steampunk the steampunk boat or anything, the outside of the boat it felt too cartoony. I love no. the boat. So oh, that's so funny. It came cool. a little too. So uh, when you see it that, it felt like worse Wes Anderson. I was going to say was it was very say, Wes Anderson. It was worse. Life Aquatic. Are you kind calling of boat? poor things a poor man's Wes Anderson? Because that'd be a hot take. <laughs> it's like Wes Anderson meets Yellow Submarine or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's I'm that's into it. That's I'm totally and, into it. Which I would normally be like, yeah. But then mixed with like '90s skater cartoon colors, you know, For sure. all that toxic or, green and red, and I just thought, nah. 
I just or don't love this. As someone without feelings, it's this I can understand how that would be abrasive. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think the rumor I think I is. Get where, I think I get why you didn't enjoy that. That's true. The feeling things. The rumor is Pat. They they had to. They dealt with the Vista Vision color first and made that their palette for everything else. Mm. Yeah. So as we know, when we watched I, the, I thought the the costumes were all wonderful. Again, everything that was like interior, I thought it was great. Oh, Bella's it lack just, of skirts. <laughs> Yeah. It just seemed she like just she was wearing those old-fashioned panties and never like exactly. put the skirt on. It's like, exactly. where's her pants? Giant. Yeah, the puff sleeves. The Victorian puff sleeves. sleeves. She's like so, wearing, so. yeah. The It goes from full Victorian to like, oh, this is like a mod thing from the 2020s. Like, this is, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, and, that's and my, on purpose, you know, I got to diss the movie a little bit. Yeah, no. And that's it's okay. I like that but you But what you like didn't it. like about it, I, I did like it was, it was, it does, I will say when that happened. It I, was a lot, though. It pulls you away. You're like, oh, wait, wait, whoa, what? It felt like the, I was watching like the gorillas. <laughs> like a gorillas oh. music video. Because that's the vibe I was getting. I'm like, oh, it's like the gorillas. Which I, I'm a huge gorillas fan. So I was like, that's dope. <laughs> Waiting for the, them to come out and sing the theme song of this thing. So, okay. So that was the first thing. Because these visuals are unreal. And the best part is like you get these zoom-ins for kind of these cool feelings. Like, like reminds you of like the old westerns from the old spaghetti westerns. Like these crazy zooms mixed with these emotional wide scape. Look at this amazing world. To then the jarring and I don't want to say this is because when the actors didn't like bring it up to what the director wanted, but it seemed like when he wanted to make it more jarring, he threw on that eight millimeter and it's like, no, it's like this feeling, but way more. So here's the funkiest freaking lens I can find. And that's when he threw it on there. And the only time that he did handheld in the entire movie, do you know, only time they handheld the, the camera. Oh, I was close ups on Bella, I thought. Seth's winking awkwardly at us. I don't know what he's doing. It's weird. When Mark Ruffalo goes to fight the guy that winked at Bella. Oh, the and old, that, the and the old, old guy. When he, so, so when the camera mm. follows him to go fight the old guy, which is so uh, awkward. Yes. It's the only time where they do a handheld shot yeah. with the eight millimeter lens. And it's so like shaky and gross and, and it's perfect. Uh. And then they get back into the dancing. And they even there was a part where like Bella like Bella kicks the lens on accident and they kept it in the cut. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so it's just as great. And I did like, think uh I, pivoting maybe from the the look to the movement. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful physical oh, performances so in this. Good. Like yes. even so, Pat, Emma Pat, Stone. Of course, animators corner, Pat. Take it over. Yeah, animators, animators corner. corner take it over. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Well, one, his even how he was fighting in that fight scene oh, was so, so ridiculous. And the and fact like that he dumb. was always wearing the girdle, so it just made it that it's, much more. Oh, that was good. They did want him stretch. to look like a puffed up bird. Yeah, a I'm pigeon not or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little anyway, tighter at the waist. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's so up, that's so good. He, you know, he definitely had that that error about him, you know, prancing around. But Emma Stone's journey from toddler to woman um, was crazy. Yes, amazing. Yeah, the stilted, uh, stiffed legs, waddle, 
but also she was very like so quickly in like heels so it added this also weird layer to it and then you slowly as the time passes she gets slightly more natural slightly more natural and that the work to try and keep a consistent thing through the course of the movie where they had to talk about like where am i here Okay, yes. this is how I walk here. Well, right, and did they shoot this it wasn't in, shot in sequence? sequence? Oh, I saw oh, I was going to say, that so. would be really like hard they for they had her. to go back and forth. Guys, yeah. I got yes. I gotta change so, my hot take. Just give, her the, just give her the best best actress. <laughs> why are we even, why is it a conversation? Like, why is anyone else We're even, here to present the best actress like, award. And this is, why, this is why I was having those conversations. Like, I love, um, what's her name in Anatomy of a Fall? I think she's doing oh, yeah. bilingual amazingness. Gladstone in Killers Cooler. of Flower Moon, so good. But good night. This role, this role is ridiculous. It's a pretty good role. It asks it's, the most. Yeah, it's it's got and it amazing because it's so extremes. You have yeah. these extremes that you have to just stick to. Like, yeah, I don't know. So I I kind of wanted to touch too, Pat, on the the. It, so much of it being overdone, the cinematography, the color, the things like that. It also, to me, seems like this is what Yorgos would have wa- like if he'd had more time in prepping the other movies he made. Maybe it would they would have all ended up that crazy because he'd been wanting to do this for decades. You know, like he first proposed it to the author in like two thousand nine. Wow. And said, I want to make a movie out wow. of this. So, like, he had so much time to think about what he wanted to do with it and waited till he had enough success where people were going to let him be that crazy and had enough money that people would be like, sure, you just did the favorite and that was amazing. So, here you go. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But I, I also think, like, this story lends itself to that. Like it is a true like fantasy mm-hmm. story where the other labyrinthy ones, to me. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Good one. Uh, the other ones are, it's a, it again, it's more like it's a real world scenario, but the characters make the oddest choices and <laughs> emote, like don't really emote. Yeah. You know, everyone's just so matter of fact, like I'm, you know, I'm here to kill you. Oh, I don't like that very much kind of thing. Right. And you're like, okay, that's funny. Cause these people are acting weird. Yeah. Where this, the whole world is heightened. Right. But then there's these really grounded again within the craziness of the movie. I know that's a weird point to make, but again, Emma Stone is a believable in all these things. Her ability to, not only her physical, like her body acting, but her facial performances as she was like a toddler, you know, looking around at the world and absorbing <laughs> things and smiling. All that felt so accurate. Yeah. And just saying all the naive things she said, it felt so authentic. It's a it's a tough role to do. Right. Like, I, I don't know how many people could have done it this way and st- and been so charming and funny mm-hmm. despite yeah. all the insane things yeah I mean, she's yeah. nude half this movie and it and it, well i guess i'm curious to me it didn't feel gratuitous it was like well that's the story yeah and parts of that and made I think me uncomfortable also... but i didn't feel like she she had no shame or anything about it 
and I, I feel didn't like feel the actors anything didn't about make that it for her. And I felt like that the the males in the didn't make it feel like it was creepy. Yes, because well, for one, I mean, Mark Ruffalo was just so over the top with his emotions <laughs> and his actions and all that stuff that that wasn't what you're focused on. But um, he probably would have been the creepiest. And then the doctor, like, I think Max blatantly asks him in the beginning, like, did you just make this person for yourself? And then he goes into that whole story about, like, how it would take days and days or months. I can't even remember how long he said it would be for him to reach any sort of (laughs) climax. Oh, and it would be painful. Yeah, it was like, I'm basically, like, his whole, like, burping bubble thing. Every meal. Like, how weird and cruel was that? It was just, and, like, the tubes that he was hooked up into. Pat, I'm surprised you didn't, this is such a cartoony movie. It's a very cartoony. Yes. to me so but it's like the cartoons are taking everything very seriously <laughs> outside of mark ruffalo <laughs> they did not get the right mark ruffalo like knows he's a cartoon in the movie yeah <laughs> but everyone else is like no this is shakespeare you know like <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's what everyone makes it work. everyone like, else is playing wily e. coyote <laughs> yeah <laughs> And Mark Ruffalo is Daffy Duck. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, oh, I had so many thoughts. We just jumped around for some things. So, <laughs> obviously, uh, our our boy Yogo here, uh, he, I did not pronounce that anywhere close. Uh, the second we go from, like, Emma's, uh, Emma's character having sex is like, color in your face this is happening now and it was like a punch in the face of like hey guess what we're doing now all the thick experiences and you're gonna have to deal with it in color now it was just such a slap when he did it and i and i applaud him and it's ridiculous because it almost felt comedic how he did it it was even in the gratuitous smuttiness it was comedic so that's why i think it didn't feel like a yeah, well, didn't... even when she's, like, working as a prostitute and all these guys that are coming, like, the different customers were cartoon-like, <laughs> you know? Like, the super yeah. Yeah. spindly old guy. guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, it was... And the only good-looking one, of course, is the priest. She... Like, they had to do the jab. <laughs> they had to do the jab for the priest. Yeah. Like, the best one is... Yeah, so funny. Even oh, that, and I, the guy... Know, I think it would be better if, they, if we got to choose. And the guy, like, basically, like... Yeah. And, and then the guy the, that brings uh, in the two students, and they're, like, taking notes. Uh, the sex ed class, Monty Python basically. much? Monty and she Python? keeps, like, looking at him, like, I hope you're getting this. Yeah, yeah. She helped. <laughs> Because at that like, point uh-huh. in her at that point in her development, she probably wasn't too far off from these adolescent. <laughs> Maybe I mean we have no idea how old she. Maybe her even bra- well, we don't know how old that baby I think brain that, is. Because it's not real. Yeah, I. We don't have to know. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's really happened. This is not story. real. Nobody has what? ever put a baby brain in in a full grown woman. Lived, what? And had her survive anyway. I believe William DeFriend. He will do. I believe he really did it. If he could do so the animals, you, though, I'd be on board. Did you have an inkling that that's what had happened before the reveal? That it was you know, the we baby's see, brain? We see, 
we see who, who we know as Bella, you know, Emma Stone right at the beginning falling. And then we see a baby Bella. And to she, me, I did I not remember. suspect that someone's baby was put into their brain. And yeah, no. you just thought they were starting up, over for I some thought, reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured he just shocked her and just, reanimated her yeah. in some way. Yeah. That, you know, any Frankenstein's monster situation, they're going to yeah. be a little slow to start. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Oh, my gosh. This... I was kind of like, yeah, I was, I mean, one of my favorite movies is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So I kind of just oh. went straight to the hell in a bottom Carter, bring her back <laughs> quick. <laughs> uh, we're, and then the thing I thought for sure was going to happen mm-hmm. in the movie withheld from me and i still don't really know why so godwin's dying yeah his body his body is dying oh he seems sharp i didn't as even attack. think of that pat i didn't then even we think have evil general <gasps> shettlesworth or whatever Alfie. and they're like okay we're gonna, we're gonna i thought that's a brain Wow, yeah. I didn't even think why wasn't it godwin's brain yeah that's i thought one. that was where they were gonna go too and then was like, no, nope, they chose a, a nice, goat for that guy. Nice okay. happy ending. That would have been nice. Would have yeah. been a lot cooler. I thought for sure, like, well, of course he should be transplanted. Yeah. That uh, nice, but nice they ending. didn't. I was shocked. Not just because he became a goat. That was like, once it wasn't <laughs> Godwin, I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> right. But I was, I was shook that That's they funny. did not... Yeah, that would be a nice one. Because it would have felt so timely in the story. I did think that could have been the natural progression of it. And I don't know if that's better. But it was, it felt set up. Because again, it wasn't like he was slipping, right? Yeah. As far as we knew, his brain was working as well as it ever had. Yeah, for sure. It's just his body, his poor body. That his dad destroyed. All the weird bubble things. Oh my God. Yeah. It felt so weird to me that they didn't do that. I was a, I was I, a little disappointed. Max's character was like the only voice of reason in the whole movie. He's the only character that has like normal Which standards. Which is so funny because the guy's a comedian in real life. Yeah, exactly right. Know? Oh, it's yeah. so great. <laughs> Which is why his timing, I felt, was so funny. Like every time he's like, well, my father, when he was. Yeah, he plays it when he so was, serious. Oh, what was it? Like horrible things like. When he was branding my testicles, he's like, good God, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like it, Max says all the things that like you're kind of thinking. Yeah, like what? Yeah, he's us, right? He's, he's, the he's our man. way into he's this the world. He's the man for sure. Because yeah. he's like, yeah, he, he's the, the guy watching Frankenstein's experiment. He's the only one that makes sense. Because yeah. Godwin's not together. He's an abused child who's... <laughs> Uh, the best part was like when he said, "Oh wow, my father was an effing idiot." Like that was yeah. such a great like There's, release because well, yeah. he yeah, never said a bad like... thing about his dad until yeah. that moment. Yeah, no, and yeah. that he thought, well, of course he did it for science. And then exactly it, right, yeah, he like, <laughs> he's like, well, he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, finally, it was yeah. like such a relief to yeah. hear that. What What did you guys think of the reveal that not only is the general, a horrible person, but that oh, that was Bella's great. mom was apparently that, a horrible the person. The scratch pad. Did you relate the that scratch back? pad? Oh, was great. Relate it back to. Did what? you relate that back to when she was younger and kind of 
was interested in like killing small animals I and wanted even, to like, die the impulse. her joy of like the cruelty kind of stuff no if you met kids they're all cruel <laughs> I, but not all of them but are I was, killing things no but uh, that's true well Dye, and she's Dye's seen a bunch of animals true. more or less it was the ripped norm. apart and put back together sure yeah. but she's i, seen, I did wonder like on the oh planet. yeah was that you know there's a little nature nurture yeah. Thing. No, like I didn't. She started a little more cruel. I don't think so. Yeah, she. I mean, maybe predisposed to that. But ah, we have a different uh, worldview right now. I would just say uh, <laughs> no. Well, I don't. I, I don't think know. there could be. I think there could be something sins of the to father that. sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Well, but then to me it was. But also the mother. I mean, she became like a really good person victoria knew she was a horrible well maybe it's just she didn't according to alfie she just hated the baby yeah that's the question and that's too. why it's she a, did it but an, really he wasn't a nice person so can we believe he anything he a says trustworthy like narrator. maybe she had like some sort of sense of i can't but like the helper lady she's like was i nice and she just was like no moving on real. yeah the whole soup oh that poor lady yeah. Soup. It was so ridiculous. At first, you're like, "Why is he holding a gun to the?" Oh, this is. Oh, this is where we're going. So this awful. Is the constant like, "What yeah. are you like, trying to hurt me?" So I just always have a gun. Yeah. The irony is like, oh, apparently, this is the worst situation you've yeah. been in an old movie. You have been literally a patron of a thirty franc whorehouse. Yeah. And you've been an experiment. Of a Frankenstein, and now this is the worst experience of the movie. Yeah, this is actually the scariest thing that's happened yeah, to you. It's it's because yeah. when you he she gets kidnapped, I guess she gets kidnapped by Ruffalo's character. You're like, oh, but Ruffalo's kind of an idiot, so yeah, it's fine. He's so quirky, she cho- and she chose. I guess you could argue she chose to go with mostly, mostly, and she mostly got she's... away with choosing to not be with him anymore. Right. And yeah. what's her superpower? Because obviously, folks, this is, forgive me, but this, the point of this movie is you don't, the societal norms are sometimes stupid. That's kind of the point of this movie, right? So she doesn't give in to any like peer pressure or like be uh, like, um, like putting her down. She doesn't give in to that, any of that. By Mark Ruffalo's character, because like she's to- he's totally trying to manipulate her. She doesn't give in any of that. The only thing that she ever has like a fault in is because she's naive. She's like, yeah, I'll get into the trunk. What could go wrong with me getting in the trunk? Oh well, yeah, oh that yeah. That seems like fun. Guys, will you guys give all this money to those poor yeah. people? So the oh. only <laughs> time she does like horrible things is because like I she's did love naive. That. You did what? <laughs> <laughs> My money. And then it's like, wait, you just. Yeah, all of it's great. Oh, it's it the naivety, great. which is the best. Nobody stole yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. I didn't hide I it. would say there's also tonally, it's sort of like a Mel Brooks movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the Hello? character. Yes. The character literally holding a gun all the time because he's such a horrible person that he needs to. <clears throat> it's a Mel. As a, as a total Mel Brooks villain. Except for it doesn't have know. Mel Brooks. You get, you know, it's a joke. And this one, you don't know if it's a joke. That's no, the irony. You for sure finally feel the serious danger. It's a Mel Brooks movie where you know cruelty is real. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, when I'm the... watching Blazing Saddles, uh... 
You don't really yeah. feel like darkness is in the room. But this is like you feel the darkness all they around. They comment on it, but it doesn't feel as scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I think there is there was a Oh, for sure. No, that's the brilliance of You felt a little worried for Bella the mm-hmm. whole time. A little yeah. bit. Like right? she You're might not like, get to leave right now. Somebody's yeah. going to take advantage of her. Yeah. Versus in like Blazing Saddles, you know, our sheriff yes. we knew was clever was more clever than everybody else. And so you kind of felt like even though he's surrounded by a bunch of like, you know, clan members or whatever, and you're like, goofy. but he's, he's okay. It's still He'll be goofy. Fine. That's yeah. the thing about it. You never yeah. for a second are like, oh, is this goofy? Yeah, this is goofy. Like you. Yeah, but of course, poor things also is goofy. You know, mm-hmm. hell man, we've not... got a guy burping bubbles. But the tone isn't goofy. It's 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 I, it's absurdity. It's, it's there. Absur- though. I will call yeah, it absurdity because there really is a difference between goofy and yeah. absurd. Because this poor things is absurd in the best way possible, and yeah. Mel Brooks is goofy absurdity. Like yeah. it's so they really. I think that subtle difference is massive because this feels like a like an art piece that's really saying the same things as a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah. I think also another person like Max um, that we haven't really talked about is uh, Harry. Oh, yeah. The guy that that she met on the boat and befriended him and the the lady. The the pessimist. No, what do they call him? He's a A realist. Cynic. Cynic. Yeah. Cynic. A realist. Whoa, Mariah. Jeez. I really like that. He called him Mariah Harry. The wallet over here. I think that was his thing. He's like, you just need to know what is true. Uh, but also, he didn't like. But her he also light. didn't like happiness. Yeah, that was that was a sweet moment where he's like, I am not a good person, and she's like, No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your motives. I still wanted to know. Oh, sure. and the old the the old lady is so sweet. She feels like oh, she's great. Titanic, but like st- the 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 book scene is. <laughs> she's like the unsinkable Molly Brown. The. The book scene and then throwing oh, her off the, the boat. Those are so I'm great. I'm kill her. She's like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and, then, and then Harry's like, oh, apparently she wants to be thrown off. Yeah. Go. And the funny thing is you see, see the tears of the boat. Oh, yeah. It was you like, no even way. Throw yeah, her she would have just like, landed and, in one of like, the lifeboats at that point. Like, oh, but the then lifeboat, just the She deck fell below. 10 or feet yeah. to the next deck. Yeah. So oh, quickly so coming to tackle him. Yeah. Which also, I think... Uh, as Mark Ruffalo's character is like so emasculated so quickly in all these things, too, that <laughs> so like, funny. oh, yeah, he's so quickly like, and... he, he wasn't so ever terrible. really that big of a threat because you just felt like you're an no. idiot and you don't really have any yeah, power, no, you're just a con yeah, man, but exactly right, you know, everybody knows, you except no... for yeah, and even. <laughs> And even Bella's character knows, like, oh yeah, he's not a good guy, but I, he's, he's not gonna, the guy you marry. He's gonna give me a well, good no, time. She knows she's gonna marry Max. It's she's like, I'm just gonna go with this guy because oh, he's gonna get me out of here for a little bit, and that's, that's what I yeah, want. Great joke. This is a means. He's a to means me to the end. It. Yeah, and so she got what she wanted, and yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, which is again why people are calling this a feminist movie. <laughs> they really are. Like this has been called, like, I mean, yeah, I can't. I can't disagree. Mariah, do you remember what feminism is? <laughs> do we need to mansplain it to you again? I really like I know that, we touched on this. I like that it's like before. a painting. <laughs> <Yeah>. And 
folks, if you want to hear us mansplain feminism again, oh, go back no. to Cleo five to seven. Yes, this is oh, a very right. empowering. You know the funny not th- just not just a feminist, but just a coming of age. I mean, whatever oh, yeah. age it's she a- was, where <laughs> she's like sudden. But there's that point where you see her slowly become enlightened. You know, she's figuring it out, and she doesn't have the burdens of, you know, the societal norms that she would have had if she had, you know, been born and lived that long and yeah. had gotten brainwashed by the society and manners and. I'm not going to lie. I thought a lot about Cleo five to seven in this movie because it, there was a lot of similar themes, like even the use of nudity and sex in this movie, similar to Cleo five to seven. It wasn't like a, um, I'm just an object, but literally I just want, there's a comfort to this in a way that was now I thought I, I prefer the Cleo five to seven because it's less, um, smutty. (laughs) But it's not so but much. But it's not so different. The as movie I, is not so much about sex yes. as it is power and empowerment. Like right. it's more exactly right. It's not. It's not necessarily who she's having sex with. It's the fact that she's in control of how she handles that situation. And oh, and even the conversations about like, believe it or not, um, men want to decide because they don't care if you want like just yeah. like the very brutalness of yeah it. they sometimes why don't would like they it not either. want to like just <laughs> it's all this like these amazing horribleness of being i love human. how she started to sit down with all the clients and she's like okay we're tell gonna me a joke oh that was this, <laughs> you yeah. tell me something about your life I tell you a joke and then I give you a sniff check to see if you need yeah. some lavender oil or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then we make this a whole lot much. more comfortable. Well, and yeah. then I think that was that was the thing that was interesting in this world. Outside of Alexandria, there wasn't a clear like cruelty is the norm. Well, Alexandria and then her husband, her husband, mm-hmm. husband yeah, dad. Yeah. Cruelty wasn't necessarily <laughs> inherent in humanity everywhere. Does that make sense? Does that even sound right to you guys? It, mm-hmm. it was, well, there was possible. You identified the evil in those two situations, whereas the other stuff was right. very like, well, the one. It's all kind of the, not great. I mean, it's all a little. The one patron gross. that she didn't have to, you know, that. She, like she was like, but what if they had the whole conversation about what if we choose? That guy seemed yeah. kind of evil in that situation. Mm. So like there was that was not apparent apparent, but like it was kind of it seemed like he knew that she didn't want to, but he still wanted to. Like you know that there seemed to be yeah. some shades of that, of course. Yeah, and other evilness that comes along. But again, it was more of her just understanding, like oh, oh that's dumb, like. <laughs> Her yeah. trying to figure yeah. out like why well, is it this way? That's and another character, go ahead, Pat. No, you go ahead. Oh my gosh! Well, I I'll was take just going to no. introduce another character. Oh, Madam Swine, Swiney. Yes. Oh uh, my yes. Uh, you guys were both lousy, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Great vehicle. Well, that's From where I felt such like films a as anti- Harry Potter. If you are a Potterhead, it felt a little. Well, I guess I'm curious. So that felt like the most woman-on-woman crime 
in this yeah. movie. Oh, that, that's true. The gr- she, creepiness was really more. <laughs> well, she was, she was. I mean, she she's too. The bitey thing was a little weird. <laughs> um, her her kind of kink. She's biting people. Like, go for my ears, which became a very funny gag. After, yeah, that was pretty good. Which is messed up, but But like, it was funny. But coercing her, like, no, this is like you're gonna learn so much, kind of thing. Like, because this is gonna give you your naive. This is gonna give you your independence. This is gonna get you to open all these doors. Like, this is a classic. And I get ten percent. Horrible, madam situation oh, of like total I'm convincing pimp. you this yes. is oh for awfulness. you yeah and, and but you, for her that was her think, reality this is how you get what you want in life and you saying, give me 10 francs it would feel a whole lot yeah. different if it was a dude that would be an awful scene if it was yeah. a man well oh, the tatted yeah. up little creepy madam was definitely more likable than any like creepy yeah on the yeah. streets or and i i think pimp. she didn't I think she believed her character believed parts of what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and but there was some yeah. Still, she was like, "This girl will make me money, so I'm going to tell right, her whatever exactly I need right. to." Yeah, and so that that felt in some ways, and this is maybe a crazy take, felt like she took more advantage of Bella than yeah, anyone else. Um, did. But she was Mark so Ruffle upfront did. about oh, for sure. it. For sure, she was so upfront about. It. She said, "You give me this cut." And you can, you know, this is how you. But she was still a, a, a yeah, like, telling her like, no, this is she's right. Like she's like, I, she's like, I don't feel feelings anymore. And, and I'm like, well, now you know what it's like to be Pat. But no, but then there's past that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you true. you yeah, can you move on. Yeah, you gotta go on like the, the dark horizon, and then like eventually she, feelings the darkness will return. Taken over yeah. me. <laughs> so yeah. she still seemed like she was totally manipulator to keep her there to keep having these experiences well sure on. she's certainly putting a positive spin on the situation that benefits her <laughs> yeah for, for sure sure so that's what we call evil but you know didn't <laughs> stop her from leaving yeah know. yeah that's the thing about certainly it. it's like hey you show up no. to work and they you never do these, you get these yeah. things done it was a loose tether pay me my rent and you yeah there definitely seemed to be this weird like oh there like there wasn't the big break oh my god how are you gonna get out of there there was never that yeah, no. she didn't put yeah, her in a crate feel... and sneak yeah. her onto a boat. She you know, did feel like a subcontractor. That crate sounded exciting. There was probably candy in the bottom. It was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, w- that was maybe the worst thing. Because uh, she, she didn't want to go on a boat, right? Like, that That was, like, their disconnect. Or, you know, the breaking point was like, oh, I didn't want to do this thing. I you forced this on me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna and, do a little. Uh, I'm gonna tell stories after school. Mariah went up to use the restroom literally when she was about to get into the into the. I missed the whole transition onto. I'm the like, boat. I'm like, you literally li- missed her jumping, get going into a trunk and then ending up on a boat. Yeah. Mariah's like, what are we doing on the boat right now? I'm like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> so when I get to rewatch this, I will pay particular attention <laughs> to the entering the crate. Lies. And She'll go arrival the on the at boat. the same time. Most likely. Um, so, yeah. well, should we get to some fun facts? I'm sure Mariah used Oh, fun, fun facts, facts baby. Let's facts. go. Yeah. My only fun facts were about the crazy lenses they use because it was not. Well, for me, the, that's so fun. I'll I, do the superficial one first. Do it. The hair dye. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yorgo yes, yes, yes. said. We want her to have really dark brown hair. 
and they accidentally did like the most jet black as possible. But once she'd done it, they were like, but this is a really good feel. And so they kept it. You know, and by the end, the extensions were four feet long. (sighs) Pretty long. Because her hair was growing like two inches every, every other day. Oh, that's right. I forgot that from the beginning of the movie. Clever. Yeah. Which, like, why would that have happened? Yeah, Baby how brain long was this fuels trip? hair growth? Yeah. Uh, little known thing. I, I, science, I heard it on a science, podcast Pat. once. It I heard it science. on a podcast once. Yeah. <laughs> it's just science. Uh, I, uh, one of, I have two. So one is that there were the, you know, the real animals uh, before they were digitally merged. Yes. Wandering around. In Emma they Stone. haven't actually done it yet, you guys. Oh, good. Yeah, I couldn't tell. But that was fake. Do it that for was me. using computer graphics. Mm-hmm. What's, what's um, this computer graphics? Emma Stone named the goose Goose Willis. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love this. And uh, there was a sheep that she named Meryl Sheep. Oh, that is amazing. Which I think. Emma Stone. It's good stuff. I love little things like that. That is so good. My only The other other one. Oh, you got another one. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I've got another one. Apparently, Mark Ruffalo was really nervous uh, that he was going to get fired because he was like, all right, I'm just going crazy. At some point, they're going to be like, nope, this is not working. And uh, he told. Oscar Isaac, who was filming on a set nearby, like about this. And so one day, Willem Dafoe came up to him and was like, really serious, like, hey, with Oscar Isaac, like, hey, yeah, they're, they're replacing you. Like, very seriously, uh, that he was getting fired. And yep, Oscar was going to replace him. Yeah. He had so little confidence about this. He told Yorgos, too. He's like, you don't want. I, he read the screenplay yeah. and he was like, this is not my part. And he's like, it's you. Like, you yeah. tried to talk everybody out of letting him have this part and during the whole performance, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, the- Willem Dafoe. Convincing, trying to convince you that you did actually get fired. Yeah, uh, your worst fears have great. been realized today. Yeah, I hope he was in all the makeup too. You know. It's yeah. Matter That's of fact, so great. Those um, are my fun facts. Okay. My my simple fact, which most people already know, is that um, the three main characters are all Marvel characters. Have been Marvel characters in the past. Emma? Yeah. She yeah. plays Gwen in MJ. Spider-Man. Oh, my oh, yeah, gosh. Gwen. I didn't think about Sorry. Gwen. I don't even think about Gwen. Gwen. She died. She's like the MJ only one who died. She's redhead. Yeah, Andrew Garfield uh, <sighs> broke her back. Come on, Andrew. Yeah. That's why you got fired, buddy. Green Goblin. Obviously. <laughs> two Spider-Mans. Two Spider-Mans. Yeah, two Spider-Mans. Both villains and the Hulk. Wait, was she was she a villain? I can't remember. No, and it she wasn't, was a good lady. It wasn't MJ. It was the other one. No, it was Gwen. Stacey. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, she's normally redhead. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we yeah, got that. The black, the black hair dye, Pat. We just went over this. We just went over this. <laughs> I'm supposed, uh, you know. I actually think she's. Lie. I actually Willem think Dafoe she's naturally. Like that. I actually yeah. think she's naturally blonde. What? We That's might have to look that up. Crazy. False. No, I'm pretty sure the red was dyed for um, super bad. 
Fall and Easy A and her whole career because her whole career. I don't think she's redheaded. actually a redhead. Would you look it up? Pretty oh, sure research. I heard this Holy with her on a podcast. Crap. No, you shut your mouth. Spoiler alert. Shut your mouth. This is bigger than the four things, guys. What? Because she's color? constantly she's in uh <gasps> Crazy Stupid Love. Shut up, she's blonde. a blonde. Nailed it. Oh my god. Yeah, you're welcome. Her, that's hard to imagine. What? But she, I know because she, she hasn't was had always natural hair red forever. in the beginning. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. What the crap, guys? This is was big that news. the biggest fact of the whole that, podcast? Uh, who cares about poor things Emma Stone anymore? Is Emma Stone is a natural redhead. Woo! That is Alone. nutty. That is nutty. Oh okay. my goodness. Okay. Well, okay. now I don't so know. So my only real. other fact was it took 31 years for this book to become a movie. Yeah, and that was and, and it was a bu- it was a bummer. And Alistair did not make it. No, oh, that's yeah. it was 85. Sad bit. Sad bit. Sorry, bud. Sorry, Al. But so he knew what did we? Oh. Oh, sorry. What did we think what? of this movie? <laughs> Terrible. I think we're to review watching. time. I Jeez totally Louise. liked it. Yeah. Um, Super good. Have we all seen Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer in this room? Yeah. Okay. We're all down to two movies. Is that correct? There's only two movies you haven't seen, which is Zone of Interest and American Fiction. Pat. So. Did you see one? Have you seen either one of those? One of those two? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So we're okay. all we're all even we're playing all here. We're all down to two. We're even playing here, folks. So, the, guys, this is our, at this Plus moment. Oh, Seth, are side. you going to ask me a hard question? Then I don't want to answer. Is yeah, I happening? am. I am. I, I want to know: Is Emma Stone the best actress? Because for me, Alfie's gun to your head. Yes. Answer the question. Alfie's gun to your to your foot. To <laughs> your foot. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think wow. the thing we struggle with on wow, this show. Pat, yeah, probably. Is recency bias. Bro. Now that you bro. know she can pull off a redhead, you're like, yes, yeah, she wins. She's not even. <laughs> not only is she not. Doesn't have black hair. La La Land is a lie. La La Land is a lie. Almost every movie she's ever been in is a lie. Exactly right. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, you guys. Zombie Land. Oh my gosh, Zombie Land. One and two. Stop it. I can't take it. Jesus. Crazy stupid love. I love that I brought that. I love it. So great. I have seen her blonde though, and I always assume she dyed her hair. Me too. She finally got a break. Now you're going to say you're a natural blonde, Mariah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. This, I put the gray in. Yeah, gray is totally not even real. Highlighter. Okay. Uh, poor yes, things. Yes, what is your answer? Best movie. No, what's your answer? Oh, no, 100%. I said that before. I started, I started the podcast at Emma's number one. Ruffalo obviously doesn't even get a nod from me. He doesn't even get a nothing. No. Wow. Well, yeah. Sorry, Ruffalo. So you're still you're Charlie Melton, Stan. Heck yeah. Melton all the way, baby. Subtlety, baby. I don't think so. <laughs> this is literally uh, Mark Ruffalo. Blah, blah, what? I'm the smoothest man Seth ever. Blah! Protesting outside uh, the Oscars. I know. You know Screw yeah. you guys. Give Charlie Melton. Give Charles his award. Due. Charles is in charge, folks. Wow. I think it's between Emma and Sandra for me. Oh, Sandra's amazing. I have no for problem best with that. Actress. That's fine. That's cool. Sandra? I love Ooh, Lily, but I. It wasn't the most uh, three impactful and a half hours, to me. Scorsese. That's yeah, your fault. That's Scorsese's it. fault. 
It's not this best movie picture for is me, the though. most. It's right? so great. Yeah. Nyad. Annette Benning's doing a lot. Yeah. Not as much as this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nyad looks yeah. even physically I would I would argue <sighs> a lot of the physicality in this is Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Annette Benning did an amazing job. She, All right, what, she would be third for me for best actress. Maybe. Uh, best picture. Uh, what's your number one right now? This is the hard one. Is it Oppenheimer? Is it Poor Things? Is it May December? <laughs> I just threw that out there. It's not May December, <laughs> and you know what? I'm so glad we watched that first. Me too. We've done a pretty good job of like in order, like kind going of building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am so. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm excited for Zone of Interest. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one I'm kind of I the most American excited about. I think American fiction is going to really I think it's pleasantly gonna be fun. surprise I me. I, I think, think it's going to be like heartwarming and gonna delightful. Be, yeah. It'll be like uh, I think holdovers. it will be really easy to watch. And yeah, I think the I best agree. actor that will cast be from looks that amazing. for me. Mm-hmm. I think best actor will be picked from that for me for or sure. best supporting actor. Uh you guys literally I have a just about those guys. What's the best movie right guys? You have not answered the question. Yeah, cuz I don't know. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna stick with. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with poor things because Oppenheimer is so good and so big and so amazing. But I'm mad that RDJ beat Charles Melton, so I'm going with poor things. <laughs> uh, I can hear the mix better on but, poor things than but I can Killian, in Oppenheimer. Killian should still get best oh. actor. Killian should still get best actor for me. So far, we haven't watched the last two, it's true. and it's there's true. there's another there choice. Uh, so I'd I, still I, might give go. it to Oppenheimer. Okay, that's fair. Not by a lot. Not by a lot. Yeah, and I could be convinced. Are you Barbie? I'd say I'm not Barbie. Okay. Although I will cry every time. Um. <laughs> oh man. Wow. There's some really. I think Poor Things, Past Lives, and Oppenheimer are very oh, good. Lives. I love that you chose Past Lives because I, I would be not. I think I they're would, very good. I would choose Past Lives enjoyable wise over Poor Things because well, I love Past Lives know, so much. Excuse the snobbiness, You're not but which one so hard would you watch lives. over and over again? You know, what would you go back to? Well, I've watched Poor Things twice, so that was. That's but that was because I went with you, though. I would probably watch Past Lives again for sure. I'd watch Holdovers over and over. Yeah, it's our, it's gonna be our new go to Christmas maybe. It's a lot of cursing, so it's not good for all the kids. But it's it's holdovers That's is fine very for fun. Mine. He'll curse anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Barbie will be. It's re- interesting. I rewatched yeah. Interstellar today, and oh, I don't so know the next time I will watch Oppenheimer, though. You know. So yes, but and that's the only one I got my husband to watch with me. And uh, Interstellar has Matthew McConaughey. I'll be honest, he looks. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Well, and there's less nudity in Interstellar, so <laughs> it's easier to watch with a bigger group of people. I'm just like not as many boats either. Not as many boats. Not as many boats. Or uh, well, but there's I'd, a lot of water and ships. I'd watch Dunkirk types of boats over and over again for really? sure. Oh yeah, love Dunkirk. I mean, I like. Yeah, it. I mean, Oppenheimer's kind of like a tough. Oppenheimer's a little bit like going to school. Like you're, in, <laughs> you're like you feel. Yeah, it's courtroom. It's like Anatomy of a Fall. I don't know if I watch Anatomy of a Fall again. Uh, it, I would watch I feel, that more than Oppenheimer. Maybe. Really? I feel but, not, but I don't know if I would say it would be the best mm, picture pick. Interesting. I feel like I learned something, but it's not like a rewatch. I don't think rewatch is a good. That's no, like a, what's our favorite movie good, versus exactly what the best right. picture. You know, right. 
you know what Oppenheimer is missing? Animals. <laughs> well, they there's had an, them, but they were not, gone now. <laughs> yeah, they radiated those guys. I uh, yeah, I would say lack of animals. Okay, guys, bef- before we do our, our final poor things, uh, thing. What is the most watchable movie of the year last year, 2023? Most watchable movie of the year. <sighs> most rewatchable ah. movie of the year. Past lives, Barbie. Barbie. Okay, Those are sorry. both pretty. Barbie's easy to watch very again. rewatchable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might throw out one of the two movies Tom Cruise made. Sorry, uh, but don't, very rewatchable. Don't say. Don't say the new. I rewatched Mav, but I did not watch it was Mission not. Impossible. It was Mav was two years ago, by the way, guys. That's twenty twenty. Oh, it was. Oh, by the by, folks. But you know what? I wouldn't watch it for Tom Cruise. I'd watch it for. Val I was Kilmer. literally laughing in twenty twenty in in the new Mission Impossible. Like, hey, look, we're on a train again. Oh, look, we're jumping off a helicopter again. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, look, you can't trust somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> that you thought you could. So bad. Uh, yeah, Barbie's what? probably up there though. I mean, I would rewatch. I could be Barbie. But I think there it would be seasonal. The other one would be, of course, like Spider Man, the, the animated one. Spider Man Two. Yeah, watch that that's pretty one. good. Fast Ten, of course. <laughs> Clearly. The, yeah, I mean the other. I Holdover stills up there for me. I've watched Super Mario, Mario so many times because of Dottie, and then yeah. Yeah, I have uh, rewatched John Across Wick. the Spider Verse multiple times. Yeah. so that's probably. I've only seen the first one. I have not seen the new one. Second I mean, Mayhem. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Air. That's pretty rewatchable. Oh, I'd watch Air all day long. That was the movie I was just thinking of. Actually, I loved Air. It got very little Oscar noms because there's been a lot of good movies out here. But I loved. It, it yeah. was such a fun. It's that's not great. quite. It's not quite Moneyball, but it's close. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a very Moneyball esque yes. feeling. You got these great characters. You got all the actors I love. Every role that the actor is playing, I'm like, perfect. Perfect. Jason Bateman as like the kind of hateable, oh, but likable. So oh, yeah. so perfect. Yeah. Error is probably my favorite. Is my, is like, yeah, my favorite fun movie. That's, so that would be my favorite fun you're movie. You're saying I should watch it. What? <laughs> as an it's on Oregonian, Prime right now. it is your obligation to watch Error. As an Oregonian, I think maybe that's why I fought it for so long. I mean, come on, what's the hate? All right, guys, your review for Poor Things. I will give you 10 seconds while I sing the random song that's not Jeopardy at all. Do, do, do. Uh, Stop you. Wait, wait, we got it. It's like, I don't want it, to stop singing. It's like I don't a, want us to get taken down. It, it's like a <laughs> stairway denied. Poor <laughs> uh, things. What did you say at the beginning, Seth? Is, uh, <laughs> is a man's... journey of self-discovery, <laughs> empowerment, Oh, that was and... Surprising absurdist comedy that you should check out uh if you're comfortable with a lot of nudity mm. and uh a lot of cutting bodies <laughs> period <laughs> publish publish that headline mm. check okay good 
And I didn't mention any of the actors, but they're good too. Want to see Emma Stone naked? Poor things. <laughs> yeah. If you want to know <laughs> what the Hulk and Gwen look like having. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mark Ruffalo in a girdle. <laughs> You've all wondered it. Get ready. Oh, jeez. Okay, Mariah, what you got? Oh. Poor Things is a superbly acted story that combines fantasy with science fiction and gives you a fun twist on a classic Frankenstein story. Boom. That's great. That's great. Heartwarming and full of nipples. <laughs> so, Cut. Most. Cut that. Nipples. Edit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, should just that should just be the Instagram clip. All right. How do you say, how do you pronounce <laughs> how do you pronounce full of nipples? <laughs> okay. Here we go. I gotta start with the. Um, uh, Emma say, Stone say one more time, is Pat. a Give natural me. blonde. <laughs> <laughs> And you figure that out in this movie. No. Um, I mean, they obviously they died, died more than her. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was a hairpiece. Oh, Double hairpiece. Hair that was a uh, Merkin, as they're called. <laughs> it was a big Merkin. All right, here we go. Here's my, here's my on the spot. Holy crap, Yorgos. Punch me in the face and make me realize what is movie making. Why you got to do this, bro? Do yourself a favor. Check out Poor Things. Emma Stone. You just got best pick, best a- actress. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. Dudebros.com. Thank Dude you. Dudebros.com. You're welcome. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think I'd say. <laughs> Are I talking I to myself? I'm going to highlight this thing, but I didn't think I'd say Merkin on this podcast, but I have now. So. It was our first Merkin. Maybe <laughs> not the last. <laughs> oh my gosh well guys i'm i i i'm glad we did this movie i was terrified to do this movie i'm uh, i'll be honest i knew it was going to be a very controversial but honestly i don't think it was as controversial as no as what what i think it is yeah i think the nudity done. in oppenheimer is more questionable than the movie the nudity in this movie i think what feels weird though is that whole how old is this person sort yeah, of at any of these sure. things? It's a suspension Can she of consent? disbelief. And it's a fantasy. You don't worry about it. And I think all the things you hate about like the the set like the the Focus weirdness on the makes it animals. fantasy. Makes it fantasy. Focus on like, the half I think animal that pets. stuff that annoys you makes it like, oh, this is a cartoon. It's not real. Half and animal. so yeah. yeah. But it is it is the most it is Could the, you the most interesting movie I've seen this year. Pig chicken. The for the picture, yeah. can you do the monocle on the chicken half? Animal, <laughs> or the pig chicken. Yeah. Could you do that for me? <laughs> I think there is Again. a shot of Emma Stone feeding With one. With so feeding one. I would do that one. Yeah. And I think she's clothed, so I can actually use that shot. No Merkin. So that's good. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's good. There you go. Not Merkin around. Oh, my goodness. Uh, guys, thanks for <laughs> listening. This is How to Be Movie Snob. I'm Seth. Mariah. And... Patrick. We just reviewed Poor Things, another Oscar contender. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Keep listening to us, watching movies. And we'll see you next week with another Oscar potential winner. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.
Okay. Okay. 